to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 5, Episode 17, Total Eclipse of the Heart. And (laughs) Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi Wiki episode summary, which looks kind of long. Yeah, but it's not as long as the YouTube one, which just cut off with an ellipses. Um, They've been doing that like the past couple episodes that we've had to go on the wiki. It's annoying. But, you know, the wiki is so much more dramatic that it's a good time. So it's fine. All right. So total eclipse of the heart. Facing the pressure of year end exams, the first the furthest thing from Marco's mind is what happened a year ago when Dylan stomped all over his heart. Marco takes this as a sign that he's over Dylan for good. Such a good sign, in fact, that he decides to take his flirtation with Tim to the next level. They have their first date, and it all goes smoothly, including their first kiss. A first for Tim. That is, until Marco spots Dylan at the bar. Seeing each other again at Paige's party, emotions run high, and it forces Marco to realize that despite his desire to be over Dylan, he is not. The same goes for Dylan. They are both very much in love. Still. (laughs) Still is a separate Still sentence. Still is a, its own sentence. Also, that's entire. Their first date was entirely wrong. It's not correct. This is just inaccurate. Um, they did not kiss before he spotted Dylan. They, they kissed, kissed because, because they spotted Dylan. Exactly. Just full of inaccuracies. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Total Eclipse of the Heart, which I yes. love? Uh, yeah. First things first. I love this song Same. so fucking much. It's great by Bonnie Tyler, obviously from 1983. Um, it's I just I mean you're hearing it below us. I don't even know that what to say about it other than that it's a goddamn delight. And also, fun fact about this song: the writer Jim Steinman actually wrote it originally for a Nosferatu musical he was writing that never came to fruition. So the original title of the song is called Vampires in Love, and I quote, because I was working on a musical of Nosferatu, the other great vampire story. If anyone listens to the lyrics, they're really like vampire lines. It's all about the darkness, the power of darkness and love's place in dark. (laughs) So how many times can this man say dark? (laughs) I love it. Once upon a time, there was light in my life. Now there's only, only love, love in the dark. dark. <laughs> uh, I love this song. Total eclipse of the heart. And also, that's amazing. That that feels like, like, oh man, it just reminds me of um, the uh, in forgetting Sarah Marshall, how he was like writing like yeah the. <laughs> Dracula musical. <laughs> Dracula musical, and it ends up having puppets. I should watch that movie again. I actually recently watched it again. It's on HBO right now. At least it was like a couple weeks ago. Anyway, as relating to the episode, I think it works with the Marco Dillon storyline. Like, they're still in love, but it's kind of tumultuous still, and there's like darkness surrounding their like past relationship, but. He's still totally eclipsed by Dylan, and he still loves him, and I think it works. Sure. Let's go with it. <laughs> um, also, maybe, like, Liberty, like, yeah. also in a dark place with yeah. her child. And once loving. upon a time, there was light in her life, and, and now there's only love in the dark. Because <laughs> uh, the, the light is gone. Her baby, her is, baby is in Seattle. Going off to Seattle. Yeah. It's probably going to go... 
hang out with like Zola <laughs> and Bailey <laughs> and Bailey <laughs> and Sophia. Yes. All the children from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm really glad that you knew what I was talking about because I was like, oh, no one's going to know what I'm saying. You're the one who, like, made me persevere and catch up with Grey's Anatomy. I know. I'm, I'm a Shonda pusher is what I am, really. And now we're both watching Private Practice. I'm almost done. Oh, my God. That's really a problem. I'm, like, midway through season four. What am I going to do after this? And I'm thinking how to get away with murder. Oh, yeah. Do that. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Ringing endorsement. <laughs> Fine. I still watch it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we're getting very... We're not even talking about Total Eclipse of the Heart anymore, but I love this song, and I think it's great, and I like it. It's a great it song. It works with the episode. Do it. Um, okay, so the gang, the gang being Marco, Alex, Ellie, and Paige, which, quite frankly, is my dream team. It's a, it's a great squad. Squad goals. Hashtag they, squad they goals. That's what the kids goals. say these days, right? They are squad goals. Like, honestly, if I was making, like, a Degrassi fantasy football team that didn't play football, they would be, like, my players. Oh, yeah. Totally. I would hang out. If I were to choose, like, a group to hang out with that Degrassi, it would totally be them. Yeah, and I'd, like, throw in Craig for eye candy. Yeah, like, he would have been there if he hadn't, like, been gone already. Also, exactly. Jimmy would be there. Oh, and yeah. Jimmy. Okay, but that's it. Like, yeah. That, that I crew. I mean, basically, we just want the grade eights. We want to hang out with the grade eights. We really do. <laughs> we really, really do. Um, I like that they're still the grade eights I us. mean, that's what they are originally. <laughs> um, But no Ashley. Oh, or Hazel. Yeah, I he, want to like Hazel, but lately I hate lately Hazel. Lately she's not great, especially in the last episode. Even though they like made up with their whipped cream fight. Whatever. <laughs> but whatever. This the, is the dream team. Totally. Um, She has been replaced by Alex in our hearts. It's forever. true. I mean, it's, it's hard not... It's hard for me to have Alex not replace everyone. Because I'm like, <laughs> I could just watch a show that's just like Alex hanging out. Yeah. I would watch I would watch the Alex spinoff. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so they're hanging out in the cafeteria. Where are they? They're oh, at no, the they're dot. at the dot. They're studying. And they're studying and they're like, oh, it's so It's like much. finals time. And Paige brings up Dylan. Who's home for the summer and, from college. And he and Marco is like bitter about it. He's and like, oh, the Satan child is back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're so over him. Clearly. And Ellie's like, who's still bitter about last year? Marco <laughs> is. And I'm like, he kind of has a right to be bitter. That's true. I get it. And then they're like, but what about Tim? Like, he's so into you. La, la, la. Well, and I think I think their words were stalker Tim. Yeah. So maybe they're not really pushing him on him. Oh, yeah. And Marco's like, I'm so into him. Like, I'm so over Dylan. I'm into Tim. It's great. I'm into him. I'm into him. And it's like, we're oh sort my of God, seeing each other. And Ellie's like, emphasis on sort of. Because <laughs> Ellie knows what's up. And then Dylan comes into the dot to, like, pick up Paige because she's like, my ride's here. And then he says hi. And Marco gets, like, real nervous real fast. And was like, oh, hey, meet my boyfriend, Tim. Isn't he great? It's like, oh, boy, this is transparent. It was <laughs> like watching a car crash. It was rough. And then Dylan's just like, okay, Marco. He's like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Because he's like, the seat is taken by my boyfriend. Boyfriend, this is Dylan, my ex. He's leaving. And I was like, okay, we get it, Marco. <laughs> Everyone gets it. Ugh, Jesus. And then 
the theme song plays and then we're back and sassy but, but before the theme song plays we get a really great close-up shot of marco's soul patch which i didn't know existed until this moment he's always had that soul patch i know but like i think i just like forget because he's so pretty <laughs> that i'm like he's too pretty to have a soul patch and then they zoom in and i'm and like, like oh, oh right yeah. no uh. yeah that that's been there since like his introduction on this show i know i just always forget remember when he was just like dancer <laughs> <laughs> worm boy worm dancer hey look look at marco <laughs> left with all the ladies oh my god oh yeah he's like has his arms around the ladies he's wearing like baggy clothes and like a sideways hat (laughs) never forget the dance off oh oh marco how far you've come anyway then after the theme song we're back in sassy science teacher's class and it's finals week and he's like no one can go to the bathroom until you're done blah 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 science test there are a lot of like 45 second scenes in this episode that are pointless <laughs> and are like just there to it's establish that the setting, world is happening set establishing the world setting the tone i don't know i don't know it's providing background i'm just like wait what why is this happening and there's like four of them that are like that. maybe it's to like make you feel the chaos that is finals week and it's like jarring and like goes by super fast and you're confused and you're like wait what no what's happening i don't i don't know how to feel right now because it's just like that's how you feel during finals week i mean i guess that's valid i mean i'm probably giving degrassi too much credit but i'm gonna go with that and then and then we're with derek and danny and liberty and liberty is quizzing them on i guess science yeah they're talking about rocks rocks um and then danny is being a snot hey Hey. Geology rocks. <laughs> I love you and also I hate you. <laughs> Sorry. But mostly I love you. Um, and Danny's being a snot because that's all he does this entire episode and his life. And P.S. Cody, I stand by all of my fuck Mary I kill changed mine to marrying Derek after this episode right I'm sorry I ever considered marrying Danny he's awful he's off I think it's just because I hadn't seen him in a while right and the last time I did see him he like forced Liberty to be like to realize you're fucking pregnant you need to tell somebody about it so maybe that's why I was feeling like more warm toward him but no he's awful no he's garbage and Derek is greatly improving every day um so, yeah, I stand by all of my choices, Cody. I apologize for nothing. Um, I apologize a little bit. I mean, I also apologize a little bit. But mostly, I apologize for nothing. But like, I had this, like, fight me, motherfucker attitude for, like, two weeks. But, like, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Doing they're great. They're tutoring, and then da- Danny, like, walks away, and then Derek is like, like, maybe I can come over after school, and, like, we can study, we can order pizza, la, 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 and I'm like, ew, is Derek hitting on Liberty? What's That's happening? what I, re- I was like, I was like, is Derek hitting on Liberty right now? I was like, but her makeup looks great, so, like, I get it. She's looking good lately. Yeah, it's just a little weird. It's it's super weird. Like it's don't like hit on your it's don't hit on your field. best friend's sister who just had a child. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it it feels a little bit like when Toby was like weirdly hitting on Terry. Yeah, and we but, didn't like, understand what, but like what was happening on her and was like, "Hello, Clarice." I no, I hated that. I like I have like 
I have like traumatic flashbacks about that. Fucking Toby doesn't know how to be a person. <laughs> he really doesn't. And um, then that's that scene. And then we are now. Are we in the cafeteria? Yeah, because we're Marco's with Paige. wearing a trucker hat. Can we go into fashion, please? God, yes. Marco's wearing a trucker hat because it's two thousand six. Oh, <laughs> remember when that was like super all the time? Yeah, it was because hats. it was I because of Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah. yeah, fucking Ashton Kutcher. Um. And then I also oh, oh I like Marco's beanie and track jacket in the first yeah. scene. Oh yeah, he has a lot of great sporty jackets. Yes. He and has I a love lot them of, all. He has a lot of great outfits, except for the trucker hat. But it was in style. I hate that Paige's gross pink poncho is back. I Ugh, hate that thing. This ponchos in general, but like that especially. But is that bad. one, it's like pink and like. Like a fisherman's net. It's not fishnet. <laughs> it's super weird. It is specifically a fisherman's net. Like it might as well be made out of rope. It's terrible. It's not good. Um, and she has her pea necklace, which I never noticed before, oh, yeah. but seems like <laughs> such a thing she would own. Her initial necklace to clarify. Just um. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, her hair looks great, though. Yeah, um, everyone's hair looks great. Uh, especially Marco, because he has, like, three different, like, iconic hairstyles happening. He has the half-up pony, which looks awesome, mm-hmm. the regular pony, which is unprecedented for him, and I'm <laughs> on board, and the man bun before the man bun was a thing. Yeah, I'm, I love Marco's hair right now. Um, also, when they go to the gay club, Paige is wearing a fucking white blazer, which I'm like, why? I don't know. It, it, she's actually she's wearing the same thing that she was wearing in the cafeteria. She didn't change at all, which yeah, doesn't which seem is, like Paige. Yeah, you'd think she'd do an outfit change for a gay club. Although apparently they're going, so they there's no chance any of us will get hit on there. So it's great. <laughs> which okay, it's like every stereotype of like why a girl would go to a gay club. And yeah. It's like, okay, I get it. I get it, Paige. Um, but like, also, but, you are kind of gay right now. Yeah. I mean, you're. You're queer. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's just know. like specifically a male gay club. Yeah, I get that. I mean, a lot of, at least a lot of the gay clubs that I've been to skew pretty heavily male unless. And like sometimes you like lesbian nights. Yeah. Or ladies nights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marco, speaking of the gay club, looks so amazing. He has like. He looks like a little bit too overdressed, but like in a really excellent way. And this is when he has his like half up, half down do, which is yeah. super cute. Um, Dylan looks great in He's that blue shirt. So it brings out his eyes. Yeah. He is a beautiful, beautiful man. He is a beautiful man. Um, uh, Liberty is wearing this pink shirt and she looks good. She looks good like just in general throughout the whole episode. Yeah. Um, And it's like kind of a fashion note, but not really a fashion note. At one point, she mentions that she wore overalls until grade nine. And I'm like, girl, you still wear overalls sometimes. <laughs> you, the only reason, the only time you stopped wearing overalls was when you were pregnant. Because you physically couldn't wear overalls. <laughs> Marco's bandana bracelet look is back. Don't know how to feel about it, but it's like, whatever. I have no opinion on that. Um, Dylan's yellow jacket is so much. <laughs> he is just it's quite banana yellow yeah it's it's bright as hell it is like is it a windbreaker is it 
like a poncho like what's happening like Definitely what material is that breaker but it like looks like it should be a raincoat yeah like, he looks like he should be wearing like a paddington bear hat with <laughs> yeah, it say, he looks like paddington bear but it's like the wrong texture it looks like the kind of material um you know and drive me crazy when they're all on the rocks and they're gonna go swimming and all the boys are wearing like the same yeah. swim trunks it looks like that yeah that was a very specific <laughs> reference. <laughs> um, I'm here for the specific references. Well, you got it. I mean, obviously I got it. I love that movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Okay. Anyway, we're in the cafeteria. And then this is when they're talking about going to the gay bar, which is called the other team because subtlety. Oh, my God. <laughs> which is terrible. It's so weird. I like... It's terrible. It's awful. It, I would rather it be like a sex pun. Yeah. But even like, I just like the manhole. Like, which, even like, isn't that what like another gay bar was called that we've been to before in Degrassi? Or am I making that up? I don't know. I mean, even like obvious gay bar names, like there's one here that I think is just called cock because the outside the neon sign is just a neon rooster. <laughs> um, I mean, and there's other simple, ones like that to the point. Yeah. But it's like the other team. I'm like, really? So dumb. I hate it. Playing for the other team. Ugh, it's such a team. It might as well just be fucking called like friend of Dorothy's. <laughs> that even that would be more subtle though. That would be funny. Actually. I kind of like that. I should open that. <laughs> open a gay bar. Call it friend of Dorothy. Friends of Dorothy. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, so they're like, we're going to a gay bar. And then I feel like Marco, like Paige tries to talk to Marco about Dylan again. And she's, he's like, he broke my heart. You don't understand. It's like he ripped up my heart out of my chest, froze it, dropped it from the spear tower, and then shredded it or something like that. It's very dramatic. Yeah. Um, my only other note about this scene is like, I would love to go to a gay club with these people. Oh my god! Yeah, I would love that too. Yes. Um, it's and the then, dream. and then the next scene is when we find out from Liberty's parents that her baby is moving to Seattle, and um, also when we learn that she has an open adoption, which we yeah. haven't talked about before. That hasn't come up at all because they spent such like so little time on this. Yeah, there was like. Like, there was, like, a brief moment in Turned Out when they're, like, when Liberty finally decides to put the baby up for adoption. And then she finally has the baby during a montage. And then we, like, never hear. Like, those are the only times we ever hear about anything having to do with the the baby post-pregnancy. Also, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone having an open adoption. I know they exist. It seems like a flawed plan. But also, I don't know anything about that. I mean, I feel like... It doesn't mean you can, like, go hang out with your baby whenever you want. I think it's, like, the parents will, like, send you pictures and updates and stuff. That's what my understanding of an open adoption is. And, like, they, if they, and, like, they're open to, like, arranging meetings for you to spend time with the baby. I mainly know all of this information from Teen Mom because one of the couples who gave their baby up for adoption had an open adoption. Okay. But, like, I know they exist, and, but it's, like, all on, like, the adoptive parents' terms, obviously. Yeah. And it's, like, 
like you have visits only on special occasions, but it's not all the time. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. I don't know. It seems like a flawed plan. But then, like, what does moving to Seattle really, like, affect her life at all? Like, how does that change literally anything? I mean, maybe it's just, like, it makes it harder for her to see the child when she, like, when they do decide to do that. Does she think that they're going to hang out all the time? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I feel like maybe every open adoption is different. And maybe this family is, like very open to like having her in the baby's life but I have no idea I have no idea Grassy does not give us any information about the situation it's very frustrating um but I mean I feel like it's also like maybe having the open adoption was like a baby step it was like it was something she could hold on to to be like oh the baby's still there I'm still a part of the baby's life like I can like the baby is 20 minutes away from me it's not like I've totally abandoned it but now it's like going across the country it's becoming more real for her so maybe it's also kind of like a symbolic thing that is also a part of it yeah maybe I get that all right I'll stop giving Liberty a hard time Um, plus she's a teenager so she's just like and then her parents are like do you want it like they said like you can come by and say goodbye and she's like i said goodbye at the hospital it's like you will still have the open adoption like okay they're not changing the terms of the adoption they're just moving moving away away. like you can very easily visit seattle seattle like your parents have a lot of money that's true you can just get on a plane your dad knows the mayor i'm sure he has he does know the mayor (laughs) (laughs) anyway so then the next scene they're at the gay bar and then it's like they're waiting in line to get into the gay bar and it's like a really short scene and i don't remember what happens that's literally it it's another one of those like pointless scenes where they're like they're waiting in line and like Paige, Paige probably makes a joke. She's just like, I'm so tired. I don't know how I'm speaking English right now. And then like we go on to the next. Th- and then like Tim shows up and he's like, I'm so excited to do this. I can't believe we're going. I've never been anywhere like this. And then Marco is like, I went here once with. Anyway, the line's moving. <laughs> and like that's the whole thing. Jesus. And then and then we're at Liberty's house and they're studying. And then the pizza gets there. So Derek. Gets up to get the pizza. And then Derek starts being real personal, real fast. And was like, so how did you feel when you gave the baby? Did you feel bad? Like, do you wish that you didn't do it? Do you regret it? Like, how do you feel about your decision? Like, all these questions. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ, Derek. Chill out. And then Liberty gets pissed off and is like, get out of my house. Please stop asking me these deeply deeply personal questions and he's like seriously but like i was adopted and i always wondered these things and it's like just because you were adopted does not give you the right to like accost liberty with all these personal informations about personal questions about something that literally just happened like a week ago or alternately lead with that yeah i understand both sides like she obviously has every right to be like get out of my house um but also like I, I get that he, like, was all word vomity and, like, didn't know how to start the conversation. I don't know. They're both babies. I feel bad for both of them. Yeah, but I've... Yeah, it's... But... Yeah. I don't know. Derek, that was not very tactful. 
No. Well, <laughs> he is a, like, what, 14, 15-year-old boy? They are not known for their tact. That's true. Um, And then the next scene, we're back at the gay bar, and Marco's hair looks cute. And then this is when Tim and Marco are like, oh, I love the Oscars. I love the Academy Awards. Oh, my God, me too. Let me quiz you. Who won Best Actress in 1994? It was Diane Weist for something, but wasn't Uma Thurman great in pop? in Pulp Fiction and like oh my god the stereotypes <laughs> seriously it's like really no one no one loves the Oscars that much like like no. I get liking the Oscars I like, I, I, I like the Oscars me too. I follow the Oscars I watch Oscar movies every single year and I like I not to brag I've won my Oscar ballot the last three years I'm very proud of that I do it for bragging rights, but I was going to say brag, would not, but I would not remember like who won every single category from even like two years ago. Like, I don't even remember. I remember like maybe it was like, that's when Dallas Buyers Club was happening. That was three years ago. I don't know. Dallas Buyers Club was longer ago than that. I think it was three years ago. I think it was like 2015 Oscars, but it came out in 2014 or Yeah. Or 2013, came out 2013, 2014 Oscars. When are the Oscars this year? Okay, so I do hear these things. It's always at the end of February. Anyway. Anyway. It was very ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, you see that they're, like, connecting. Yeah. And that they have things in common. And then Dylan, like, walks by. And Marco's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, it's a gay bar, Marco. Like, the odds of running into him are probably pretty high. Like, how many are there in Toronto? I mean, pro- like, I feel like Toronto's a big city, but it's Probably like, a but lot. you've been there with Dylan before. He's the one who took you there before. The odds are, like, probably pretty high that he's going to be there. And you know he's back in town. Exactly. Also, Paige suggested it, and Dylan openly admits to, like, conning Paige into doing it. Yeah. So, I mean. And, yes, and then Mark was like, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. Like, you should leave. And then he, like, kisses Tim in front of him because he's not subtle. And Dylan looks so furious. It's (laughs) hilarious. It's really funny. He looks furious. And Tim looks smug as hell. Like, happy, but also, like, super smug. It's kind of... Because literally, like, Tim wasn't even there when they started talking. Like, Tim, like, went to, like, get water or something. And then he... Then Marco and Dylan have a confrontation. And then Tim swings back around and then Marco just like grabs him and kisses him and then Tim like I'm like Tim you were being used as a pawn and you should not look like braggy right now because this is like tainted poor Tim and yeah so then but I mean I guess you could be used by worse people that's true Uh, But then the next day, Ellie and Marco are, like, walking to school, and Ellie's like, I just finished Jane Eyre, and I don't get it. Which I find surprising, because I feel like Jane Eyre is kind of up Ellie's alley. I don't know. I love Jane Eyre. And then Marco's, like, comparing it to his life. Which doesn't really track if you've read Jane Eyre. But then he admits that it doesn't track, and he's like, just kidding. It's about these X themes. And then... He gets to school. God, when does he talk to Dylan again when Dylan's like, 
It's not over you. Or maybe he, he, Dylan sends his him phone an goes email. Off. Yeah, his yeah. phone goes off and he's like, oh, another email from Tim. And Ellie basically is like, yeah, okay, it sounds like a super healthy, happy relationship. And then he's like, no, it's from Dylan. And then he like leaves and goes to Dylan's house and knocks on the door and he's like, stop contacting me, blah, blah, blah. This is over. This is done, blah, blah, blah. And Dylan <laughs> is like, you came all the way to my house just to tell me not to contact you anymore and marco's like yeah and he's like oh it's so not over yeah dylan's like oh yeah it's not over it's not over like it wasn't over it's still not over i'm paraphrasing the notebook i don't remember the line and then i've never seen that movie you've never seen the notebook no oh my god i mean it's probably i haven't seen it in forever it's probably actually not that good but i remember liking it when i was in like middle school Anyway, I don't think I've ever seen a Nicholas Sparks movie. You've seen A Walk to Remember. No, I haven't. You haven't seen A Walk to Remember? I haven't seen A Walk to Remember. Okay, you have to watch that one because A, Shane West is in it. B, Mandy Moore is in it. I do love Mandy Moore. It's a cancer love story. Oh my God, of course it is. (laughs) Like, no, I I understand A Walk to Remember. I know the premise of A Walk to Remember. I remember when it was very popular. I know her blue dress and her being in the play because now she's the hot girl. I mean, but I just I'm like, no, nah. that wasn't. Ever, yeah. OK, you need to watch that movie. OK, fine. It's so good. OK, fine. I'm trying to think of what other Nicholas Sparks movies are even worth it. And I don't think I think those are the only two. Wasn't there one about like a rodeo? A rodeo? Yeah. I'm almost what? certain. I'm almost certain. Oh, I know there's one. I've like, seen he, I've like rides a bull seen... or something. I have no idea what that one is. <laughs> um, I've actually seen a lot of Nicholas Sparks movies now that I'm thinking about. There was the one with Channing Tatum, Dear John, which I hated. Oh, that has like Amanda Seyfried and in Amanda it, right? Seyfried in it. I like her. There was the one with Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth, The Last Song. Uh-huh. I think I saw that in theaters. Um, there was the one with Julianne Huff, I think is her name. And uh, what's his face? Fergie's husband. Josh Dumel, and there was like a weird ghost aspect to it. It was weird. Is that the one that they did on How Did This Get Made? Yes, Safe Haven, I think it was called. And the ghost was um was oh Kobe Col- Colby Colby Smolders. Yeah, Kobe Smolders. Kobe Smolders. Robin. That's how I know her. I don't know. She was on one of our covers. Yeah. Those movies are bonkers. Oh man. Yeah. No, I've never seen any of those. Um. Oh, Nicholas Sparks. Oh, Nicholas Just Sparks. Just keep doing it. Was that one with Zach Efron? Zach Efron was in one too, I think, with Taylor Schilling. It was like he like found her picture when he was in the war. Oh, yeah. And then he came back and was like, like met her, but he didn't tell her that he knew her from like a photo and it was weird. I was going to say pictures of you and then I realized that's just a Cure song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't remember what that one was called. Oh my god, we need to stop talking about Nicholas Sparks. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, he's at Dylan's house, and he's like, "You came over here to do that? Like, you're not over me." And then they like are fighting still. And Marco yells at him and like storms off, basically. Yeah. And then we're in science class again, and now the grade sevens, aka grade elevens, are taking their test 
And then they, they hand them in, and JT's like, Liberty, how did you hand that in so fast? Like, I barely finished. She's like, I didn't even start. Cause she's all distracted by the baby stuff, and it's sad. And I, I like, JT is right there, and I feel like she should talk to JT about it. Or a therapist. Because she or is... Both. Or both. Because she's... 16 and she gave up a baby and I feel like she really should be talking to somebody. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I- instead of just flunking her like chem final or whatever. Yeah. Um but then we are with Marco and we see Tim waiting for him with like a Tiffany's box or what looks like a Tiffany's box. It is Tiffany blue. Yeah, and we're like, "What, what the fuck's happening?" And he's like, "I know like you're like almost done with finals, but I wanted to give this to you anyway. And then he opens it, and inside it's just a four-leaf clover, which is cute. And then yeah, I Mark, thought that was really sweet. And then Mark is like, "Good luck, never goes out of style," and it's cute. It is cute. It's a very sweet moment. I don't ship them, but I do like this. Yeah. And then like we're in, we're like, and then the next scene is like they're. Marco and Ellie are finishing a test, and Ellie's like, oh, I don't even know what happened. I feel like I answered one of those questions with White Stripes lyrics, because of course she would. Yeah, I wrote down the same thing. I was like, of course she would answer the question, like, number four with White Stripes lyrics. And then I was wondering what White Stripes song it would be. I don't know. I feel like hardest button to button. <laughs> or like... I don't know. Did Icky it does Thump kind come of out tell yet? a story? It does. Did Icky Thump come out yet when this? I don't know. Was on what was that like? I don't know. 2008? The discography years of the White Stripes. <laughs> Why don't you, Holland? <laughs> How dare you? I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Uh, but then Paige asks Marco if he like wants to hang out later, and then Marco's like, "Yes, I do." Oh wait, I told Tim. I told Tim I would hang out with him. And then she's like, bring him over. We'll have a movie night. We'll, like, see how he stacks up. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to specifically have a Ryan Reynolds movie night. <laughs> and I, I'm i trying to think of what he's done by this point in history. And all uh, I can think of is Just Waiting Friends? and Just Friends. Both good options. Yeah, no, I, I like both of those movies. Um, what but, else had he done by then? Van know. Wilder? Yeah, I but I wouldn't want to watch that. Me neither. <laughs> but then the next scene is Liberty's parents find out about how she didn't take her test and it was like worth 30% of her grade and they're mad at her. But then they have to go, they're going somewhere, like some kind of show. And they're like, this is not over. And then they leave her and Danny and Derek at home. And then Danny's like... Great. I thought they'd never leave and pulls out like a fucking porn tape that says dirty on it. And we're like, why? Why? What is with teenage boys on this show? Also, are Danny and Derek the new JT and Toby? Yes. Okay. I think they are. (laughs) Okay. Just making sure. So this is the part where we talk about how my computer broke. And we're recording this, like, four days later, five days later. Which is why my voice sounds different, because <laughs> I've gone through things since those four days. Um, I'm probably going to have to put in some kind of, like, element to be like, attention. Yeah. <laughs> we're recording this on Sunday now. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, um, sorry, guys. So, Danny takes out 
a dirty like porn videotape thing which i know i said already and then this is when liberty decides she gets to be bad too and like pulls like opens a bottle of whiskey and it's like to albert einstein and starts drinking from which, the bottle why <laughs> what i have no idea i don't understand like we weren't talking about him why liberty has never like expressed her affinity for albert einstein before i don't know and then she's like dad doesn't know who i am anymore so i'm gonna do something really different and i'm like oh liberty whatever oh i just thought about whiskey and it made my stomach hurt i heard the noise i heard the stomach hurting (laughs) noise from here oh my god all right we gotta get through this i'm hungover guys sorry um um and and then then marco and tim arrive at Paige's house because they're going over for like movie night or whatever and then dylan is like she's like sorry i thought dylan was gonna be done playing poker with his friends by now and then like as soon as marco walks in the door dylan decides he's like oh wait let me take off my shirt and show you my tattoo friend and i'm like oh you know what you're doing you know exactly what you're doing and i just wrote oh dylan is good oh yeah and then I also wrote down, like, a Kaiser Chiefy song is playing in the background <laughs> during poker. And then Marco and Tim, like, walk in. They, like, head downstairs or they're, like, about to go in the basement and watch a movie. And then Dylan's like, you should play with us. And they're like, um, no, thank you. And he's like, oh, what? Are you scared? And then Marco, like, takes the bait and is like, no. And it's like, nobody calls me chicken. I'm like, okay, yeah, Marco basically. McFly. <laughs> It's it's actually truly ridiculous. But he's like always picking the safe option, Marco. And we're like, we know what you're talking about. We get it. You don't have to be so heavy handed with yeah. it. And I and then I just sit down like Dylan looks great. He looks he, very good he, with his shirt. He off. looks very good. His shoulders um, are very broad and it's great. Yeah. And then we are back with Liberty. And she's like, I dressed in overalls until grade nine. And I'm like, Liberty, are you still dressed in overalls? Um, and then Derek is kind of like looking out for her and he's well, like, I think you should stop drinking now. Yeah. Well, the pizza gets there and Danny's like, you all owe me $8. No, that was the last That time. already happened. I just, <laughs> I'm just going off of my notes and all I wrote was Danny sucks and I can't remember why. Um, oh, oh yeah. He no, was I like, know. don't puke or whatever. And yeah, I know. I wrote down Danny. Oh, poor Liberty. Yeah. Oh no, I know. I know. I know. I know. So Derek and Liberty, Derek's like trying to like take the whiskey bottle out of Liberty's hands and they get into a wrestling match and then the, and then they like break a mirror and then Danny is like, like, like he's like, calm down. Like you broke a mirror and it wasn't your face this time or like something like that. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, thanks for like making me look like the good one in the family and like stuff like that. I was like, you're such a dick. He's an asshole. And then Liberty breaks down and Derek is like comforting her i don't totally remember what happens but i wrote down oh derek actually a sweetie he's he's lovely i've i've mentioned it before i stand by it um yeah because i wrote oh derek you sweet boy but he's like comforting (laughs) her and he's like she's like how do you know like and I he's think like, she's sad because like, her baby's moving away. Like, she yeah. says, like, and my and, baby's moving and, away. And he's like, your baby knows that you love it. And she's like, well, how do you know? And he's like, well, my mom wrote me a letter. 
yeah. and then she like gets the idea yeah and he's like yeah she gave me this whole treasure chest of stuff about her and telling me like why she gave me up and all that stuff and it's like she wasn't ready yeah like, it was very very sweet it was very sweet and um, then we're back playing poker marco's wearing a bandana on his hand like a bracelet um they're playing poker and they're like talking shit and also what happened to the other people because now everyone at the table is just dylan and marco and tim yeah oh gosh it's uncomfortable and i goddamn don't remember oh yeah because then and then dylan is like outright saying like everything comes down to you and me like like in front of tim and it's like awkward and i feel like marco says something like I don't know. I We watched this episode so long ago. Yeah. I wrote, God, this poker standoff is ridiculous. Yeah, Marco. But, like, Dylan is right. So, I don't know. I don't know what that was in reference to. I mean, to. he's just, Marco's like, you cheated on me. Like, yeah, you yeah, clearly yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, give yeah. a shit. This is over. And Dylan's like, I still, I made a mistake. I still love you. We're still, like, meant to be together. Right. And, like, Marco's like, no, bye. And he's like, everything comes down to you and me. And then they, like, walk out. And then he and, and Tim, Tim like chases him down and Tim is like, he was out of line, whatever. You were great. And yeah. Marco was like, he's actually Tim, right. He's right. <laughs> um, and Tim's like, you used yeah. me. And Marco's like, sorry. Yeah. I wrote like, down. But you did use him. Marco. Oh, poor Tim. You sweet baby angel. <laughs> yeah. Tim is very upset, but I wrote down Tim is not happy and also not a good actor because he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this to me. That's <laughs> a fact. And Marco's like, I didn't mean to. And I'm like, yeah, but you used him like that's yeah. you can't deny that. Um, yeah. um, But then the next scene, treasure or treasure. Liberty's putting together the treasure chest for her baby and JT is helping. And I'm so happy that they're like doing this together. And he's putting his most valuable possession, like a comic book, into the thing for the baby. And I'm like, we finally spent some time on this baby storyline. Seriously. And it's very sweet. And then we're back. We're, like, in front of the school. And Marco and Dylan are talking. And they're, like, leaning up against a car. And, and Marco's basically, like, laying down the law, being like, you can't do what you did to me last year again. Yeah. And, and Dylan's wearing the yellowest And then jacket. Dylan's, I feel like, is talking and is, like, kind of, like, sputtering about. And then Marco kisses him. And it's so cute. And they're such an attractive couple. And oh I love God, them. They're both so pretty. They're so pretty. And that's the app. And that's the episode. Oh, we have a YouTube comment that I took a screenshot of. Um... It's from Aubrey Lynn one month ago, and it just says, Tim's low-key an elf. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> where's the lie? Oh, amazing. And we have emails well, we have and we have squad. Oh, right. Captain of, we can't forget Shit. to do that again. We can't do that again. Uh, um, Spirit Squad captain of the episode. I'm going to actually go with Derek. Yeah. he was like, he was there for Liberty. He kind of like pushed some buttons oh, at yeah. first i forgot we forgot to mention that um liberty ends up making a treasure chest and jt is involved i literally said all of that really i, I literally I was, said I, all you of know that. why i was reading my notes <laughs> sorry <laughs> i've done this to you before <laughs> like twice at least 
It's been a while since I've done that, though, to be fair. I was really, like, trying to, like, I was trying to, like, decode my notes because I was like, wait, this was so long ago. What was I talking about? And by doing that, I skipped over it. My only note is I'm really glad that she did include JT because it yeah. seems like something that she wouldn't have done a while ago. That's true. Okay, um, sorry. You yeah, were saying I'm going to say Derek is the spirit squad captain because he helps Liberty with all the confusing adoption feelings. And he was actually like a nice person this episode. I mean, I'm going to go with the same. Yeah. I yeah. Just, yeah. Ship of the episode, Marco and Dylan, duh. Obviously. Poor, I'm sorry, Tim. But sorry, Marco and Dylan. Always um, Marco and Dylan. Moral of the episode, don't push down your feelings. Yes. No, absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. Be honest it works with for yourself both. and, like, address your feelings and don't, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't, don't bury your feelings. Be honest with yourself. I think that works for, actually, for both of the plots yeah yeah all righty so we have some grapevine yeah we do we have some tweets we kind of have a tweet stream from cody um talking about our lips are sealed um and i'm just gonna read all of them so first she says, first, when holland writes her inevitable memoir can it be called and la 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 and I didn't even realize this, but I totally this when I describe something, I'm like, and this happened, and I don't know, and la la la. So then, so <laughs> I never noticed that. So thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> and then she says, second, my first thought at the puke in jars was like, I'd get puke everywhere. Who can aim into that small of a hole? That's what I'm saying. Third, snake is six four and spike is five two. I googled my ideal relationship. To be honest. Same. Fourth, I just been season three of Next Class and your friend is right. It's great. Really great. Fifth, sorry doing this while I listen. You realize you picked a sexual predator over a somewhat annoying child. Yes. When yes. during our fuck, Mary kill with yes. Danny, Derek, Peter, I think was what it was. Yes. No, sorry. <laughs> no judgment. But I love the argument of Danny is annoying. I yelled at my computer. Peter is evil, though. I know. I'm sorry. But... If you just ignore that, he's still, like... I would still rather fuck him than Danny or Derek. Or Derek. Really. Yeah. I mean, have you have you watched Danny? Danny is super annoying. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to fuck that. I stand by this. He's better looking than Derek, but his personality is so terrible that I'm like, I cannot entertain the idea of this. Um, yeah. We also have two emails... We have one from Matt, and he says nice things, and then, um, let's see. Oh, he says some really funny things about Marco. Yeah. Oh, uh, just a little history. I'm 27 and started watching Degrassi at 14. I'm pretty sure the reason I got into it in the first place was because of Marco, who was the first gay teen character I'd ever seen on television or anywhere. As a queer teenager, this was huge. Because of this, I had a huge crush on Marco, despite all odds, since, holy shit, Marco is not my type. It was <laughs> weird. Like, I knew I wanted to kiss him, but I was conflicted since that would involve touching his gross, gross soul patch. <laughs> Whatever. Agreed. Like, <laughs> fucking soul patch. Um, um, I'm not quite caught up, so it's possible you've already mentioned this, but I was wondering if you guys have heard the amazing Degrassi song by 
Lemon Demon that was probably written about the time of season four. Here's oh, the yeah. link. It's great. I totally remember that video. I don't. The rest of the is my favorite show. <laughs> um, I'm going to watch it now. Okay. Okay, I watched it. That just made me so happy. <laughs> the grass is my favorite thing. <laughs> when I hear the theme song, it makes me want to sing. Okay. Yeah, he signed I totally, re- so I I'm, totally remember that. It's so good. You signed it, Maddie. So I'm gonna call you Maddie. Maddie, you're awesome. That was Thanks. amazing. Thank you. Um, and then we got another email from Amethyst Beloved, um, who also addresses us as queens. You guys. Um, Thank you. It's let's see. Uh, yeah, she basically says a lot of the same stuff um, as Hannah about next class. Um, but she does tell us that even though it isn't numbered that way, seasons one and two are season 15 and seasons two and four are season 16, um, which sounds confusing. Yeah. I think she means seasons three and four are season 16. But either way, it sounds confusing. But OK, <laughs> I guess they're doing like half years. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, you guys were probably going to do it. Yeah. Probably. We've we've been convinced. Um, we w- we'll do it yeah. probably. I'm sure. I'm sure by the time we're there, we'll be like, I mean, fine. <laughs> we're <Yeah>. here. <laughs> we also have a review. Yep. It's from my- Thomas. Thomas. Um, and he actually requested to be shipped with Lola, who I don't know anything about her. I don't even know who that is. Is that Pink Hair Girl? I don't know who that is. I don't is. know. I'm going to Google. I'm going to look. Because if it is Pink Hair Girl, I'll do that because we like you. Yes, it is Pink Hair Girl. Rad. Okay. So we're going to do one for Lola because we love you, Thomas. So we're going to give you exactly the person you want. Um, duh. Duh, obviously. Uh, so I did some Googling. Um, so And we remember her from the one Next Class episode we watched. So. Cool. It was a good app for her. It was a good app for her. Um, so you are on the Degrassi basketball team. And you've been noticing this cheerleader. And you guys, like, make eyes at each other. And you're like, she's, like, she's different. She's cool. She's, like, she's a fun cheerleader. But she also has, like, crazy hair and, like, <laughs> cares about things. And, and you guys, like, you kind of make eyes at each other a lot. and then, But, like, you're both, like, she's not shy. But, like, you're kind of shy. And you're just, like, I don't know. I, like, I'm not, like, ready to, like, go up and talk to her yet. And... I don't know why she's not doing anything because she seems like a first move kind of girl, but maybe she's like holding back because she's like really into you and she's like, I don't want to like be too eager. Um, But yeah, so you have like kind of this like rapport without like actually saying words and there's like some sort of like thing going on at the school and she's like organizing the protest for it because she's like active in her like community and she like it's like. I'm not standing for, like, whatever. Um, I don't know what it is, you guys. I'm, I'm insert issue here. Insert issue here. Um, and you're like, well, I'm definitely going to go to that because I'm really behind that issue. Like, I'm I'm there. And you go, and she, like, comes up to you, and she's like, oh, I'm, like, I'm really glad that you came. Like, and she gives you, like, a candle because I'm just going to say it's, like, a candle vigil or whatever. Um or like a silent protest and she's like I'm, I'm really glad you came and you're like me too and you guys kind of smile at each other and then she's like do you want to go get coffee after this and like talk about our feelings about this very important issue and you're like yes and then you guys date 
cute. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. It was great. It's what Thomas deserves. He deserves, he deserves the best. He deserves a lasting, beautiful relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So if you would like an uh, amazingly crafted fan fiction of your own. Thank you. You can find us on iTunes and leave us a review. And if you're there, like also maybe subscribe if you want to. Um, we you can li- also do like that. find us on Twitter at Degrassi Pod. We're also on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. We're on Tumblr at whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at whatever it takes at gmail.com. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. And we, I said we are on iTunes. And we also have a Patreon page, which is exciting. Um, we feel kind of gross asking you for money, but we also need a little support to keep up the cost of like making this really cool podcast for you guys. So if you go and check us out on Patreon, we have some like dollar amount sponsory goals, things that are cool. And if we reach a goal, I think it's $50 a month, not by like one person. That's if like a bunch of people decide they want to sponsor us. Um, then we'll do bonus content and make some Degrassi mini episodes for all of our Patreon subscribers. So that would be super cool if you check it out. And we're going to be really uncomfortable about this. Forever. Yeah, I hate it. Um, but we are on, in- I am on Instagram and Twitter at Hollandacular. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And what are you going to recommend today? So I'm going to recommend, it's kind of like a two part thing. So I'm going to recommend following Lauren Duca on Twitter uh, at L-A-U-R-E-N-D-U-C-A. Um, she's one of the like main editors for Teen Vogue and she's really funny and she's like very she's brilliant and she's like very politically minded. And I also would recommend just getting a subscription to Teen Vogue because they're fucking killing it. I love Teen Vogue. That was like my first like magazine subscription that I had like for myself. But they've been like so political mm-hmm. and they've just been amazing. They've just been so good. I'm just really am feeling it. Uh so yeah, Lauren Duca and also Teen Vogue. Do you have one? Yeah, I guess so. I was scrolling through my Instagram trying to think of something, but I'm just and I just scrolled and Mike Lobel appeared. So aka the person who plays Jay on Degrassi. So I'm just gonna say Give him some love and follow him because he's great. He has like a goatee beard now. He wears glasses. I'm like really into him actually. It's he not cool. His hair looks great. Um, fucking follow him. He's still a gem. Um, but I think that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening, Panthers. Bye, Bye. Panthers. Bye.